You're listening to Boss Ladies and Babies. Are you ready to blab with me? Grab a front row seat as I adventure through motherhood, build my career, and not lose my shit. This podcast is a place for women to come together and relate through the highs and lows of business and motherhood, keep it real, and learn some new business tips and tricks while inspiring each other to do the dang thing. So close your eyes and take a deep breath, mama. You found us. It might not always be pretty, but you can count on one thing. We are in this hot mess together. Welcome back to Boss Ladies and Babies. Spring has sprung. The sun is shining, at least for today. And I am so excited for the shift in seasons happening. And of course, quarter one is ending and we are moving on to the second quarter of 2022. How exciting is that? I can't even believe we are a quarter into the year. So now's a really good time to do a quick little check-in, see how your business is going, if you met your first quarter goals, and start planning your second quarter. I have a couple Business Blab episodes over the last couple years that give you tips on how to plan your quarter, so make sure you go and check those out if you have questions or reach out to me directly because I would love to help you make quarter two the best quarter of your year. And we're going to be talking a lot next month, the first month of quarter two about spring cleaning your business. So I don't want to get too ahead of myself there because I get really excited about that topic, but we are still in March and we are still talking about empowering women. And this is our last episode of our theme this month of empowering women. And it couldn't be a better episode to round out this month of empowerment. I am so, so excited for this episode today. If you're needing a little boost of positivity and joy, then you're going to want to stay tuned for this. So let's start off with a quick little update and my highs and lows, and then we will get into it. So I'm sure you heard the news. We're having a baby boy, which if you missed my gender reveal reels that I posted, make sure you go check them out because... It was hilarious and awesome, and my face is priceless. I was completely shocked. Um, So I've just been really shifting gears to prepare for a boy in the house. Everything we have is girl, right? Nora's entire playroom is super girly. Her bathroom is super girly, and that's the bathroom they're going to share. Just everything is like pink and gold and glitter and beautiful girl stuff. So trying to make a plan for shifting that and then also like how to decorate a boy nursery. And so I've been on Pinterest and just doing a lot of recon on what I want to do in his room because right now it's the guest room slash storage room. So we've got a lot of work to do in there in the next few months. But that's super exciting. My high for the week is that I've been really working on organizing my business systems and it's going really good. I am going to try to take a small maternity leave once the baby boy is born. And so I want to make sure that everything is cleaned up and working really nicely and smoothly in my business before I do that. And so I'll mention next month again because I'm going to be sharing a lot of tips on how I'm doing that and really just cleaning things up. And this is a great time of year to kind of do the same with your business. And so, yeah, I've been really enjoying getting things super organized and super systemized, and it's been going really good. My low for this week is the realization that there's only about one quarter left (laughs) for business until the baby comes, which puts it into perspective of, oh my gosh, that's so soon. Like one quarter does not feel like a lot of time. And so I am trying to hustle, hustle, hustle and get all the things done that I want to accomplish in quarter two before baby comes and kind of make my plans for, you know, when I come back in the fourth quarter of the year for maternity leave. So uh, that was a bit of a yikes moment that I will soon have a baby in this house and we will be a family of four and oh my gosh how the heck am I going to do this right but we will talk more about that at a later time (laughs) all right 
Let's get into our episode. Our guest for this episode is an author, speaker, and joy seeker who will light you up just by hearing her voice. Her jam is joy, and she joins us today to talk about her journey of yes, importance of clarity, confidence, and commitment, and she drops some serious mindset shift hacks on us that are just so needed right now. So we're going to take a really quick break, and then when we come back, please welcome to the show, Nina Ober. Hey mama, is this you? Desperately searching for people who understand what you're going through as a mom-owned business owner? Battling major overwhelm with all of the tasks business and mom life throw your way? Feeling like there just isn't enough time in the day, but happy there isn't because you're so freaking exhausted. Struggle with being fully present? Are you thinking about work when you're with your family and thinking about your family while you're working? Are you losing yourself while caring for everyone else and pouring from that infamous empty cup? Have you dreamed of growing your business and ditching the side hustle, but you're afraid that people won't take you seriously if they know you're a mom? I've been there. In fact, I'd venture to say any mom business owner has. And you know what makes this special? You aren't alone. And I want to tell you all about Boss Ladies and Babies Headquarters, because I have created a space just for you. I wish I had something like this when I became a mom. I was terrified about how I was going to balance everything I wanted to do. I'd been an entrepreneur my whole life, and I also wanted to be home with my baby. I was convinced that people would lose respect for me if they knew I was a mother, and I would have to hide this huge part of myself to be seen as a professional. I was struggling so hard with finding the time to complete my to-do list without burning myself out. And I thought that I had to put my dreams on hold and keep them small so I could be there for my family. No one, and I mean no one, was talking about raising babies and building businesses. I was isolated, alone, and defeated. So I felt called to change this, and I created my own safe space for boss ladies with babies. And I don't just mean infants. Our children will always be our babies. And a place full of support resources, and community to help each other break the mold, create a new culture, and make our biggest dreams come true, all while being the mamas that we've dreamed of being. I created Boss Ladies and Babies Headquarters just for you. You don't have to do this alone. You can have it all. Overwhelm is not a job requirement, and there is such a thing as balance when you get to choose how you create it. I want to tell you a little bit about Boss Ladies and Babies Headquarters and see if this is the community you've been looking for. You'll be surrounded by a community of like-minded women who understand what you're going through. You will learn to discover how to create unique balance in your life and manage your time in a way that works for you. And you will build your authority as a boss lady by creating a solid identity and business foundation for your life and business. There are monthly trainings and workshops with interactive worksheets inside of this community, as well as monthly ideation hours and Q&A, monthly networking events, weekly accountability, weekly inspiration, and unlimited connection and interactions with like-minded women who get it. There's also a ton of bonuses included and so many benefits. I could talk about this all day. So if you are interested in becoming a member of Boss Ladies and Babies Headquarters, check out the link in the show notes. It's time for this week's Boss Lady Business Spotlight. Meet Hello Doll Baby. Hello Doll Baby is an online baby and toddler boutique. The goal of Hello Doll Baby is to curate a minimalistic, comfortable collection of clothes and baby items from high quality brands. Hello Doll Baby is made up of items that are easy to mix and match to accommodate many outfit changes throughout the day. The parent approved durability of their products ensures they will be yours to love, wash, and pass down for years. Enjoy an exclusive Boss Ladies and Babies discount. Use code HEYMAMA for a one-time offer of 15% off site-wide. That's HEYMAMA for 15% off site-wide. Hello, Nina. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited to chat with you today. Yippee! Finally, I am so excited. Also, Megan, I can't wait to see where this conversation goes. 
Me too. Just hearing your voice, I already feel like so much more uplifted. And so I can't wait to just pick your brain and hear all the amazing things that you have to share. So before we get into everything, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Tell us who you are, what you do, what makes you a boss lady. Let's hear all about you. Uh, I love it. Thank you again. I'm Nina O'Bear, and I am first and foremost a wife. I am second foremost a mama, and I have two adult daughters and now a doggy, which probably will come up in conversation. And besides that, for the past oh my gosh, 20 years, I have been an entrepreneur. And that was not how I started off in life, but that is where I am at right now. And my current business, I'm really focusing on being an author and a speaker and dun, da, 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 a joy seeker. So that's just kind of a little bit about me. Awesome. Yes. I love everything that you're doing. And I actually purchase from you, your clarity journal. Is that what it's called? I love it. My yeah. daily clarity. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I love it so much. And I'm sure we'll be talking about that as we get into the episode, but just seeing all the things that you're doing is so exciting to kind of sit back and watch as you're just like continuing to grow and evolve. Even after all these years of entrepreneurship, it's amazing to see like the pivots that we come across as we keep going. Oh my gosh. Isn't that like I know that word is used and it should be used because when I look at my life, wow. Yeah. One big pivot after another. (laughs) Absolutely. And I kind of want to get into the story that you've mentioned before about, you know, how you got to where you are and how you got started and raising your babies from corporate America to entrepreneur, and then to be, as you coined a single married mom, let's kind of hear about that story and how you got to where you are now. Oh, I love it. So just briefly know that I was not the girl uh, through elementary, middle school or high school going, I'm going to get married and have babies. So let's just be really clear about that. (laughs) Um, So just give you that background context. I went to college by my mom's pushing. And I do say push because it was her lifelong goal that both her daughters would complete college. And so I kind of did it because I was told to. And she picked out the industry and the schools and all the things. I, I, she probably did my application if I'm being completely honest, but anyways, I go back there just so you kind of get a, a kind of essence and a feeling of, of who I was now, thank goodness that she pushed me. And that I went, I went to a small school for hospitality management. And again, she just kind of felt like with my energy and who I am and a connector of people, you can do this. You're going to be great at it. And so the day after graduating college, I had a job with Hyatt Hotels Corporation, and I started out in management and I did all the things, did all the things all through the rooms division. So we were about housekeeping and front desk and, uh, you know, being with the people, right? Um, And so lots of experiences through that. So that was almost 10 years. And my husband was right along for the ride. We met in college, we got married rather young. um, And we, you know, just kind of followed my dream. And so I was part of the opening team in a hotel in San Diego, California, and we are East Coast people. uh, You know, so we just I mean, he had never left, oh gosh, he had never crossed uh, the, as they say, the Mason-Dixon line, you know, he had never been on an airplane until he was 21 because of me. So anyways, when I moved him all the way across the country, I was definitely not a fan favorite, probably in his family. But anyways, (laughs) I digress. And so um, our first baby was born in California. And so um, that was a big a big moment um, from corporate girl, not, not really, um, again, like I said, the one who was going to be married and have babies now, that's where I was at. Um, And so then his job actually moved us back to family and Florida. And that was a great thing. So that's the first piece, right? The Hyatt Hotels worked my way up to C-suite executive, uh, second in charge of a hotel in Florida. 
Um, and then I found myself pregnant again. <laughs> so it happens. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I just wanted to take a pause there so you could catch up, right? Uh -huh. up. Um, so now we've got two babies and I'm on maternity leave and I have my first aha moment, right? My pivotal moment of, hmm, I'm needing to be available 24 seven. And my husband's career is needing to be available 24 seven. And so it's like, well, wait a minute. Um, then do you just leave the babies at home by themselves? <laughs> do they take care of themselves? <laughs> I mean, it would be nice sometimes, right? <laughs> would be, wouldn't it? I'm sure I, listen, I can relate to y'all like as if it was yesterday. Um, so I'm so glad I'm here to maybe share some of my stories. Well, on maternity leave, I had said, I, I still have a lot of, lot of charge in me and a lot of that corporate goal in me, what could I do? And so I'm dating myself. Remember when you used to look in the paper for a job and you <laughs> faxed in your resume? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I did. And I actually got an interview um, at the Federal Reserve Bank as their senior training and development specialist. And I had training and development background um, while I was at Hyatt. Not only did I run the rooms division, but they also made me a Hyatt University trainer. So I definitely got that in my blood. Um, and that'll make sense with what I decided to do with my life later on. But anyways, I digress. I then went right into another corporate position. I was in senior management pretty much right away. And but the difference was I worked Monday through Friday. Mm. And so the kids could go to daycare. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so, so we did. So they went uh, to daycare and kept doing my thing. And you know what? When you're passionate about something, when you're good at something, and especially in corporate, they see that and they want to give you more. And so um, I welcomed it until I couldn't anymore. Mm -hmm. you until know, I couldn't welcome it anymore. And so um, I say that not flippantly, but um, it took a, it took an aha moment. I have had a lot of those and I wonder if you do too. Oh, yeah, and it was yeah. more like a two by four um, <laughs> because right after September 11th, 2001, I really had to look in the mirror and say, what am I doing and why? And what's really um, most important right now? Like, how can I serve as my highest, greatest self as a wife, as a mom, as a, um, you know, employee, as all of those things? And I did the thing that probably um, wasn't the popular thing, because again, I was making the money. I was, I was able to really... I don't think you can ever have it all, but I was able to manage it. And, uh, you know, the kids were still alive. Um, my marriage was still there, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and yet there was definitely something off after that pivotal moment in history. And so I walked away, I walked away and I had had a little hobby that I was really passionate about. And my husband supported me and said, isn't this a business? Why don't you do it as a business? So it was, it was, it was an agreement, even after we had just bought a new house and a new car and we were doing all the things and my income was part of that. I'm sure we got the loans because of my income right. and I walked away. I walked away. Wow. That's brave and terrifying and incredible. And I feel like so many people can relate to that. Like I know that I can relate to that, that, you know, it wasn't September 11th. It was the pandemic for me. That was my aha moment. And these like huge, tragic world altering things that happen for a lot of people are the times where they have that wake up moment and they realize like, this isn't the life that I thought I would be living or, you know, I, I feel numb. I'm just going through the motions. And just like you said, like, what am I doing? You know, I, from the outside have everything but why do I still feel like I don't have everything? I think that's, it's beautiful when you can actually listen to that. Mm, gosh, so powerful. And again, I mean, if I haven't said it before, thank you, because I do feel like a deep connection. I mean, I have a story for 
the pandemic also, who doesn't, right? Right. But yet by telling my story from 20 years ago, maybe it will, um, you know, spark something in someone else. Um, and, you know, there's just a ton of trust that comes with doing something like that. And I mean, if I'm being completely honest, yeah, it was also a motivator mm-hmm. because we're not going to sell the house. We just moved in. Right. <laughs> you know, right. I got this new van that I love, you know, and how am I going to keep it? So it can also be a motivator hopefully in a healthy way, right. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. to keep going and to keep pursuing the, the, the dream. Yeah. So what was the hobby at, at that time? Scrapbooking. Oh, okay. Yeah. Awesome. So there was a company, so there's an industry called multi-level marketing, direct selling party plan. You have probably heard of it. Mm-hmm. You've probably bought from it. I really had not had any experience with it. And I went to a party while I was in Connecticut visiting family. And I remember they said, bring four or five photos and we're going to go to a class and we're going to learn how to do this. And when I tell you that little scrapbook page, I could not, I didn't sleep that night. I kept getting (laughs) up and looking at my scrapbook page, which is the funniest thing to look at now, but there was just something about it and something in me to do that. And I became like so passionate about it. And then I remember when someone said, well, why don't you, you know, join us as a consultant? And I'm like, well, it made sense. This is when a lot of people get into this industry. It makes sense. I can get my stuff at a discount. So I was like, sure, why not? But who I am to my core when I like love something or believe in something, it's like, oh my gosh, enough already, Nina. Right. And I couldn't (laughs) stop. So, and I love community and hospitality and serving and connection. So this was incredible. What, um, you know, what I was, what I was sharing with people. And we actually bought that, that new house, because I felt like I would grow into, you know, this, this hobby that then six months later, right. Became like, (laughs) okay, now it's got to like pay the bills. Um, And I'm happy to report that for 15 years, I was in that industry, probably actively 13 years. I don't want to lie, but, um, where I, oh my gosh, from the help of just other amazing humans, because you're, when you're in multi-level marketing, you're in business for yourself, but you're not by yourself. Mm -hmm. And I think it was just a really good model for what I was looking for at that time. And there was such opportunity for growth if that felt good to you. Mm-hmm. And so from surrounding myself with the right people and having the right um, accountability groups and stuff like that, I was able to reach the top 2% of the company um, oh, at one point of my career. And we, we earned five incentive trips in a row. And that was so great for our marriage because um, my husband's work 24 seven, slightly dangerous, you know, type work, um, raising the babies, uh, it was just so awesome to be able to go away, just the two of us. And, um, you know, so I can't say enough about the industry um, as an avenue, if you are an entrepreneur and, um, but you're a little bit like, I don't have my own idea. You can just borrow it from another company. Yeah. And then look where that's taken you now. Like that was the perfect, almost transition piece from corporate to you know, running your completely own business without so much support, you know, entrepreneurship can be really lonely. And so it was nice to kind of have that bridge to get you from that corporate world with all that support and people to like, what can be lonely entrepreneurship. I also can relate to you so much when you said that you stayed awake, thinking about the scrapbook page and looking at the scrapbook page. I'm the same kind of person when it comes to something that I'm passionate about. Like I lose sleep over this work all the time and for better or worse. But I feel like that's when you really know, like that's when you know that that's what you're meant to be doing. And, you know, like we talked about, you can pivot and maybe in five years, that's not what you're meant to be doing. But at that time, that's what you're meant to be doing. And when you're so excited and so passionate about that, you're actually losing sleep it's going to turn into something like you're going to be able to make something out of that. So thank you so much for sharing that story because that's beautiful. I love that. Oh my gosh. You just nailed it. So many (laughs) things you just nailed. So thank you for that clarity around it. And you're absolutely right. When I look at my life, if I'm being completely honest, it's 
I really am <laughs> totally about little by little, a little becomes a lot. And anyone who listens to anything I'm ever on, I always go back to that. And so I think for me, it is a, a stepping stone, right? Some people make like huge, and some people may look at my shifts and go, wow, that was huge. But really to me, it's like, it's the next part of the journey mm -hmm. and there's more to come, like always being open to there's more to come. Because like I said, I was so in alignment with this and I didn't dream of being an entrepreneur either. That wasn't my childhood. I hear some people are like, I was not that I didn't sell the lemonade, but it wasn't, it was more so I could be outside. I wasn't like, I got to make the money, you know, whatever right. I digress. But to be able to, like you said, I was in business for myself, but not by myself it really paved the way for them what would come next. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so let's get into a little bit of where you are now and specifically yes. with, you know, everything you've been through that has turned you into, I don't know if you've always been like this because I haven't known you your whole life, obviously, but into the, like, you're the most positive person that I know in real life and in the digital space. Like I have never met somebody who, Ex exudes as much joy as you do. And it's so magnetic. The first time that I connected with you, I remember finishing our call together over Zoom. And this was like, we were, we were pretty deep in the pandemic, like things were rough. And I remember we got off this call together and I just felt like a huge weight had been lifted off my shoulders. And it just, that's what you do for people, I feel like. And just, you know, making that part of your career is so incredible because that's just, the message that you live already. And so I've got to know, and I'm sure everybody listening would love to know how you find this joy in the everyday and what you do when things get hard, how you continue to stay so joyful and exude all this positivity in the people around you. Mm. Wow. Well, first of all, I am completely humbled by your comments, honestly. And so what I know to be true is that is really living in who God created and designed you to be. Mm -hmm. And when you really pause and make time to embody that, then things, things happen, right? Then things happen. And so I think people know that they know there's certain innate characteristics that are in them and that you are meant to use. Mm -hmm. And so I'm telling you this because, oh my gosh, it's like, thank you, God. <laughs> thank you for the push to keep showing up and, and to do that. Because during the pandemic, knowing that I know who I am to my core and yes, not having the huge awareness, maybe growing up, but still having friends from back then. And when people that I see maybe at a high school reunion, or maybe we cross paths on social media, they say, I always remember your energy, or I always remember. So I'm like, okay, okay. We're not making this up. <laughs> I don't have a great memory because I wasn't such a great kid. So I'm trying to forget it probably, but that's what people remember, right? I want to be around you, around your energy, around your bubble, whatever. And I'm like, Oh, okay. So it's not something made up. It is who I am. Well, now imagine here it is the pandemic and my husband wants to uproot us and move us to a totally different state. Um, it's not to say we didn't have, we had one of our daughters near us in this new state and we had another couple that live about an hour away. So it wasn't like we were moving somewhere totally um, unfamiliar. Mm -hmm. However, it's totally unfamiliar because I'm leaving the house that we raised our babies in the community. We raised our babies in. I'm leaving my parents, my sister, everything I knew, the incredible network that I had built through my business, which was a training and development business that I went and created on my own um, success simplified, you know, and it's like, what, what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? And of course, at the time when we did put the house on the market, and we came up to South Carolina just to look one more time, but we were putting the house on the market. I don't know how I agreed to this, by the way. It was March <laughs> of 2020. The very next week is when we went into the pandemic. Our house sold immediately. We, by the grace of God, found a piece of land. And I'm like, oh my gosh, we're doing this thing. We're, do we're, do we're doing this thing. And so I say that because that was not the most 
calm time of my life, right? That was not the most, um, and no one, God did never promise that we were not going to have hardship or that we were not going to have stressors or whatever. And we get to choose how we walk through them, Mm -hmm. right? And so my easy tip for you is when you find yourself going down that rabbit hole and when you find yourself uh, thinking that you have control or the worry or the whatever it is, you know that mind chatter you're having. One of the easiest tips that I can give you, I'll call it simple. Nice. It's not always easy. (laughs) Is to catch yourself and say, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What's going right? What's going right? And then take out a piece of paper, take out a napkin, take a pen, because I'm all about writing it down and start writing it down because now you're effectively making your brain do something else. You're putting that thought down on paper. So it solidifies it and it puts it out in the universe. Like, I know that sounds woo woo. And you know what? I don't care. Yeah. Um, Yes. Yes. (laughs) Because guess what? It works. I promise you. It works. And so I found myself many times either brain dumping on a piece of paper, all my concerns and thoughts and worries and all this things that weren't even true. And so here's tip number two, what you focus on expands. Mm -hmm. And so I knew that conceptually. And again, when I could catch myself, and that's probably the greatest gift you can give yourself is to notice right? It's to really notice when something is off, mm-hmm. when something doesn't feel right. When to, and only, you know, that I can't think inside your head, right, only right. you can. And so it's in the noticing it's in the awareness. And then it's in, oh my gosh, not beating yourself up for it. Right. That, um, you'll have the greatest shifts. And so that's one of the ways that I remain like positive and joyful kind of one of my hashtags is what if it's better? And mm-hmm. so reminding myself that it could be better um, because guess what? Five days before we closed, the deal for our house in Florida fell through. No. Oh my goodness. Oh no. And so now my husband's basically done. He's basically moved out. I probably still have things to pack because I'm like, not until it's sold. You (laughs) You got to drag me out of here. I was probably the problem. Um, So I was not joyful in that moment and that's okay. Right. Mm -hmm. You have to feel your feelings. There is in brain training, there's an emotional scale that um, I believe is what we all are on at any part of the day. You could be totally in grief And then you could be totally in joy and you could be somewhere in between after grief is anger after anger is fear, right? Like those things still don't sound great, but guess what? You're actually moving up the emotional scale. So my mom always told me 24 hours on the piss pot. Well, I was on the piss pot and, (laughs) uh, but our realtor said, trust me, leave. I can do this. And then the carrot that he hung over my head was. And you don't have to deep clean the house before you leave. What if it's better? Yep, there you go. (laughs) So we packed up, we drove away and we moved and we moved into an apartment and we trusted. And a month later, a month later, 30 days, we had a 30 day closing. The house sold for more than the first time. And they were able to hold the land for us on this end. And I present to you, what if it's better? And you didn't have to deep clean. <laughs> it's <laughs> like that cherry on top. <laughs> Come on, baby. This girl, listen, in the hotel industry, in those 10 years, I can't tell you how many times they kept making me the director of housekeeping. Ugh. Why is that? <laughs> there must be a sign there. Well, guess what? It never sunk in. Um, I'm constantly wanting to hire someone to clean the house. It is not my favorite thing. (laughs) Yeah. I don't blame you. Okay. So much of what you just said, I want to unpack, but just starting with the, what if it's better praise hashtag, whatever you want to call it. I feel like I need to adopt that like right now and every day, because it's really easy for us to feel like you mentioned something about when you think you're in control, like we're not in control of anything like really there's not a lot that we're in control of 
except for our mindset. And it's so easy to feel like, why is this happening to me? Why is, you know, why is this happening to me? Like, that's the question we ask ourselves all the time. And I think just that simple switch, at least for me, like that's like a huge aha moment because what if it is? And you know what, what if it isn't, that's fine too, but chance there's a chance that it could be better. And that could help you so much get out of that spiral. The other thing that I really feel like stood out to me that you said, like everything you said stood out, but the other thing I want to touch on is how you're talking about if you notice that you're starting to feel these emotions and that's a really hard thing to do. And, you know, we talk a lot on the show, especially recently about mindfulness and really being in practice of that. So what, how can we notice that? You know, I feel like it's really hard for us to slow down, especially as entrepreneurs with children, we don't slow down and notice how we're feeling very often. What are some things that can help us be able to do that? Come on y'all. Wow. Megan, first of all, you're such an incredible listener and that is such a gift. And so that's, part of the notice, right? So hearing and listening are two different things. (laughs) And, and so I think that's where you get to rise above, right? Rise above the noise. And I've been talking a lot about this, um, in a mastermind that I'm personally in, and we haven't, we haven't really brought it out into the universe, um, in, in so much, right. In, in so much, but there's two new hashtags that are rising to the occasion. Of course, what if it's better? Definitely. I'll have to send a picture with the wood sign that my husband made um, in his retirement, by the way. So um, anyways, okay. Slow down to rev up and respect the rest. And isn't it interesting? Here we are two years into what we thought was only going to take two weeks of our lives, right? I mean, honestly, okay. And I think there is not enough conversation, like you said, around really the hard, cold facts that um, even myself, you don't. So when I support being positive or being joyful, see, okay, so it's not, you said joyful. And so I'm going to, I'm going to tell everybody about that. Joy is an inside job. It really is an embodiment of who you are. It's a choice that you're making no matter what is happening around you, right? So that's where I know that I know I feel like I've made the distinction between, you know, like people say, oh, that's toxic positivity. It's not actually, um, I'm on the emotional scale as a joyful person that when our house falls through in five days, when I'm getting in the car on May 1st, if you, can y'all remember two years ago? Like, I was like, do we go to the bathroom in a bathroom? Oh my gosh. Do we, you know, do I pee on the side of the road? I peed like, on the what, side of the road way yeah, too many times. You know, what, what about the rest stops? Like what? do I wear my gloves? Do I wear gloves? Do I wear masks? Do I wear, and I mean, that is so not me because I am so all about trust and surrender, right? Like, I mean, you're going to be fine, Nina, but yet, oh my God, my mind. And that's when I like, you know, I'm just saying, I think, you know, when you've you've spiraled out of control, right? But I think what we do, we, we have the two choices. It's the fork in the road. And one of the mindfulness things or brain training, as I like to call it, is the problem is not the problem. The problem is you keep thinking about and talking about the problem. The problem is not the problem. The problem is you keep thinking about and talking about the problem. So if we want to bring science into this, I think you've already heard, yes, I believe in God and I'm not going to apologize for it. And If I need to bring science into it, let me tell you, your brain has a part in it called the reticular activating system, the RAS, and you maybe have talked about it on here before. (laughs) So let's just give you the easy way about the RAS. Have you ever wanted a new car and you know which new car you want? When you put that out there, which car do you see? 
over and over and again and again and again. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's the new car you see. Well, I'm going to give you another one. How about you take it up a notch? And there's a fine line between I'm going to make this happen and I'm going to allow it to happen. And that is blue feather. Yeah, I see blue feathers everywhere. There's, there's a blue feather. Wow, look at that blue feather. And that's it. And put it out there and then let it go. Hmm. I bet you in the next 24 hours, there's going to be a blue feather. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> this is so cool. <laughs> so when you have just this, there's so few little important things that I feel like that's the notice, right? That's the notice. Now, so the way I say it is notice. I like my, uh, you know, acronyms or alliteration, let's call it. When you notice the next very thing I would love you to do is be nice, be nice to yourself. Cause I think when we notice it, some of us, including myself want to turn to, why are you thinking like that? Mm-hmm. You know, that's not true. Oh my gosh. Of course. No. You know, and you like, why do we want to beat ourselves up? No, the person you're with the most every day, forever and ever is yourself mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> 24 seven. And sometimes <laughs> I like to say, how's that working for you? <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Come on, be nice, be nice. And so then from the notice and then the nice, the next part I like to say is nix, right? Like, so let's see what we can nix from our either languaging or from our thoughts or from our feelings, you know, that, so that next part, and then would you be willing to replace it with something new? Hmm. I love it. I'm like soaking this all in, (laughs) taking in everything you say, my (laughs) wheels are turning. Oh my gosh. So notice nice nicks and new something that you can replace it with. Oh my gosh. It's how easy to remember that too, you know, because with our like mile long mental load to do list. It's like, we want to change our mindset. We want to do better, but it's so hard to remember all of these things that we're supposed to do. I love the way you made that so easy. It's so easy to do. So again, we'll say simple, simple, right? Simple, simple. So, and so what's interesting in this conversation, and I thank you for allowing us to just have a conversation, right? And here's what I know to be true. And we've been talking about this a lot too. There's so many things, right? That we're like, well, I could change that and I want to change that and I can do better there and I can do it. And then what do we do? Zero. Yep. Zilch. We get overwhelmed. Yep. <laughs> and we end up making no change, right? We end up making no change. So I believe there are no coincidences, only God incidences. And Megan and I are here today for a reason, right? If we told you we were supposed to be together months ago, would you believe us? of course, and hashtag what if it's better. Mm -hmm. Today, I was reintroduced to um, a concept that I believe in and that I teach that I didn't realize also, hey, I probably learned it somewhere. I didn't learn it through this book, but it's definitely what I believe in. And that is atomic habits. Mm -hmm. So atomic habits. And again, I only got a high level view of it. Reminder today. And so what happens is when we make a goal. So now we're going to make this goal, right? Mm -hmm. And then, my gosh, we got to get to the goal, right? And then typically within a few hours, we're already overwhelmed by everything for this goal. Mm -hmm. And so let's use one that um, I, you know, near and dear to my heart, which is to stay in good health, right? I think everyone is thinking about that more and more. And so we get all caught up in all these different changes we can make in our life um, to be in good health, whether it's, you know, eating right, exercising, this, that, the other thing. And then there's so many things, right? With so many things, we end up doing none of the things. Right. So Atomic Habits is about two things really, but I'll only talk about the one that's important. It's not really necessarily focusing on the goal. It's focusing on your first habit that's going to bring you to the goal. All right. So one of the things I firmly believe in and thought I was doing a good job on, but realized I wasn't until I really did it was drinking more water. And the 
ridiculous amount of benefits to drinking water. Mm -hmm. So it was a gift that someone gave to me to really have me sit down and look at that. And now I feel like it's my life's work. I know we're like, change the world, Nina. Yes. By drinking water. I so believe in it. It's in my daily clarity book. It's, it's something. So anyways, why am I telling you this today on such a day as this? Because with atomic habits, and yes, you have this goal, let's say to get healthy or lose a certain amount of weight or whatever. What if you first got good at one piece of it, one little habit of it, right? And so what's so great about that is that, well, first of all, you're going to start feeling the benefits. I promise you when you're drinking so much water that your body has to re-regulate how many times you go to the bathroom. Okay. (laughs) Um, You're going to get so much more clarity. Your face is going to clear up. Your hair is going to grow. Like there's just, oh my gosh, so many benefits, but also the feel good part of I'm doing the thing. I'm doing the thing. Mm -hmm. I'm doing the thing. And I promise you, I started to lose weight from just drinking more water. And then it was now in my subconscious, right? And then I could go to the next habit that I wanted to do, but we take on so much and feel like if we don't do all the things, then we're not doing it right. Or we're not going to get the results. And I feel like that has paralyzed more people than anything else. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Me personally, I'm, I can relate to that feeling so much. And I think just taking that one step. And like you said, it's in your subconscious. You might even start taking these other steps without realizing you're doing them because you're feeling so good. And I think, you know, when we're looking at being a more positive and joyful person, we just have to decide where we want to start and what's the first step we take. Like for me, I have coined myself as an anxious person. Like, and I tell people all the time, I'm just such an anxious person. And I realize that there's times where we're going to do something. And I actually get anxious about the fact that I'm going to get anxious. And I had like a little light switch, light switch, light bulb moment where I realized like I'm making myself more anxious by thinking about how anxious I am. And what if we could do that with positive things in our life and, and positive attributes about ourselves, instead of introducing myself as, hi, I'm Megan, I'm a super anxious person. Hi, I'm Megan. I'm a super kind and happy person. And what are those steps that I can take to start getting there? But it's so much easier said than done. And so how you just broke that down and how the book Atomic Habits broke breaks that down in those little bite-sized pieces, like anyone can do that. I don't care how long your to-do list is. Like you can do that and then see how powerful it can be from there. I love it. Oh my gosh. And thank you so much for being so honest and vulnerable. And I think that circles back to, we get to remind everyone again, this is brain training. Mm -hmm. The problem's not the problem. The problem is you keep thinking about and talking about the problem. And so by you leading with that statement and then knowing what you know now about the reticular activating system, Mm that's called the cycle of perpetual sameness. And oh, no. <laughs> we want to get off that cycle, girl. Let's just, let's just yeah. not even talk about it anymore. <laughs> but we want to get off that cycle, off that treadmill. And so congratulations, right? And then it's in those little moments, celebrate. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God, you noticed, Megan, you noticed. Oh my gosh, you noticed, you called it out and you're like, I can call something different out. Mm-hmm. I can call something different out as you should, as you should. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I love it too. I want to share a story with you. Um, I think that you'll really appreciate this. And I didn't realize until you were talking about the science behind this kind of stuff, it goes kind of in line with what you're talking about, about when you think of a new car and you're seeing it everywhere. So when we were kids, I don't remember how old my dad told us this story. And I actually just recently had the story clarified for me because it got jumbled in like all my memories. So my dad was like a young man playing basketball at a basketball court with a bunch of his friends. And this other guy walked up to him and he asked him what time it was. And my dad told him it's 444. That's what time it was. And the kid walked away. There was no trouble later to find out. And it was, you know, maybe days or weeks. Can't remember the exact time that kid who had asked my dad what time it was murdered handful of people. 
And my dad was fine, but he'll never forget that he told him what time it was, 444. My entire life, my sisters too, we see 444 all the time. And since I have been pregnant with this new baby, I have seen 444 every single day, at least once or twice a day. And it's just so incredible, like how we notice those things. And I just wanted to circle back to what you're talking about, because I feel like that story is so powerful. And then actually, I found out that the sequence of 444 is like protection. And it's just so it's so incredible. And I know that's kind of like going backwards to what we were talking about, but I felt like I had to share that story because I hadn't shared it on here before. And I, I thought that you would appreciate that too. And you have no idea how much I appreciate that. Okay. <laughs> so no coincidences, only God incidences. And mm -hmm. we wouldn't have had this moment had we spoke months ago hashtag what if it's better we're just reminding you of the concepts people yes and I get to I am blessed to not only have my own business but to be um, in partnership with another really really powerful woman who five years ago um, I met and that was another one of my like transformational moments but I say all that to say we recently um, put out what we feel is some of the most powerful work um, that we know we can do on this planet. And it was a little bit of a departure of what we've done in the past. We're, um, a lot of times we certify and license people in material. And so when you certify and license, it's a pretty high ticket item. Mm -hmm. And um, we work with coaches and, and things like that. And again, we were being just led and drawn and following the breadcrumbs, uh, which she talks about in her book. And what came up for us was something shorter and really deep and powerful, but less information that we go deeper in and that we thought we should do it for four weeks for the price of four, four, four. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and when I tell you, I will send to you how many screenshots of four, four, four we had during that time. I can't make this stuff up. Wow. I'm like, woo, goosebumps, all the things. Wow. That's incredible. <laughs> I mean, come on people. This is what life I believe is at its epitome, right? Um, I, I don't know. I, I love coffee mugs. <laughs> If you start to follow me, you'll see that I'll have all my Ray Dunn coffee mugs. And one of my favorite mugs says, be present. Nice. You know, be present. And so I guess if we, if we string all of the one-liner hashtags together, you know, knowing that, you know, that hashtag, what if it's better knowing that, you know, that I firmly believe when we slow down, we actually rev up. And I know you're saying, Nina, I can't do that. I, I have too many things going on. I promise you really be honest with yourself and look at your calendar and look at what's on it. If that's the one thing that you want to shift and say, what am I really spending my time on? You know, you could find time for yourself. Um, the, the, the big thing that comes up lately is, uh, really how I believe we're called to live, love God, love yourself and love your neighbor as yourself and see where we're having a hiccup is we can't love our neighbors as ourselves because we're, we haven't loved ourselves mm. enough. And I feel like a lot of people are in that moment of time. Maybe they have been, maybe this is not new in 2000 years, but where is it? In that middle piece, it's so important to love yourself. So what are you saying to yourself? What are you thinking? What do you, you know, you talked about, you know, the honest way that you introduce yourself, you know, those kinds of things. How can we little by little shift that? Because then we're truly the best version of ourselves so that we can love our neighbor as ourself. Oh, I feel like mic drop. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So many things, but I feel like I could talk to you about this all day, but I think we should leave it at that because that was super powerful and just kind of ties everything back together and a simple thing that we can practice, you know, today, like walk away from this episode, 
practicing loving yourself, starting there and seeing what that means to you and breaking that down into one piece of what that means to you starting there, right? I think that's how we're going to find more joy and find more positivity in our lives. And so thank you so much for everything that you shared today. This has just been an incredibly powerful conversation. I can't wait to put this out there and hopefully change some lives, right? Let's do it. Let's come on now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So let's shift gears a little bit because this is my favorite part of the show and I cannot let you go without putting you on the spot to share your hot mess moment, which is a time that you've been a total hot mess. What do you got? (laughs) So how do you pick one people? I mean, this is just so hilarious, but I really thought it didn't take a lot of thought, but knowing the audience, right? You boss babes, right? Your moms, your moms with your babies. Okay, here you go. (laughs) My daughter was six weeks old. Well, first of all, I have to, it's two things. Imagine, uh, just working, 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 working in the hotel industry, be bopping around, walking around. I barely gained any weight with my first daughter because I was a mover and a shaker. You know, a baby's just a thing I can check off the list, right? And I had false labor. And when I got home from false labor, I said, oh my gosh, I don't even know how to change a diaper. And we haven't put any of the furniture up, right? Now, I will say my husband was not there. That's a story for another day. He came a week after her birth. But anyways, I digress. So get a little history of girl doesn't even know how to change a diaper. So now she's six weeks old and we are going, um, we're going to be moving. And so they're having a going away party for me, um, uh, from the hotel. And, um, I like to have a good time, like a really good time. Right. And I may or may not drink a little. Um, and so vodka is my water of choice. Um, And I just act as if I normally do. Now, my husband has to go to work the next day. I don't. And in the middle of the night, there's this noise. And I'm like, what is that noise? Like, what is going on? What, what is, well, hello, you have a baby. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. I, it's bad people. That's a hot mess when I'm like, I got to take care of that baby. Oh my gosh, what am I doing? And she knows the story and she's going to be 27 on Saturday. So so she's she's fine, people. She's fine. She survived. She survived. But wow, that, I was a hot mess. I love, what's that noise? That's so funny. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you for sharing that. That's a good one. Oh man. You're welcome. Yeah. I mean, Hey, it happens, you know, (laughs) it happens. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Oh, I feel so good after this conversation. Thank you so, so much before we wrap things up here. Why don't you go ahead and tell people where they can find you, anything you've got going on, how we can support you. Let's hear about it. Well, I am confident that whenever this comes out and if somebody listens to this, maybe even a year from now that you could find me still on clubhouse. So if you haven't joined clubhouse app, I had a divine download back in January, February, I take it back February of 2021 to host a room called cup of joy. And it is every Tuesday and Thursday, 9am Eastern standard time. And we have built a really powerful community of people coming in And what do you think? Sharing what's going right, what's bringing them joy. And then the other thing, because we are not about toxic positivity, is if you weren't feeling the joy that day and you you needed someone to share it with, it is a safe space. And so you can find me there. That's where I am definitely at. And because of Clubhouse, I then became a little more enamored. I don't know how much with Instagram. And I have a love-hate relationship with social media, so please forgive me. But Instagram, I do like to put out the stories. And so if you're interested in um, some stories, typically something to bring a smile to your face, um, typically something like let's get real and raw, then you can find me on Instagram also. Love it. And I'll tag all of your links in the show notes here. And then is your Clarity book still available? 
So my daily clarity, thank you so much. Um, I believe that I will forever in a day be supporting um, that book that actually came out five years ago. Really? And Yeah. Can you believe it? No. So, and what's going on is God is placing either a big revision that has a little more depth or a third book. So stay tuned because I do claim that I am an author and a speaker, which I am, but my daily clarity, if that's one of your habits, you'd like to start, it is a 90 day journal. I give you the basis around it, the basics around it, some guidelines, but really it's up to you. Um, I think you heard me say before the power of putting pen to paper. And so I encourage that um, with everyone. So right now on my website, you can pick it up at a special price. Um, and so feel free to grab it there. Perfect. I have one, you guys, and it is amazing. It helps you stay mindful and stay present of all of the things that we talked about today. So go check it out. Go give Nina a follow. Make sure if you are on Clubhouse, you go check out that room. If you're not on Clubhouse, get on Clubhouse and go check out that room because you don't want to miss it. And until next week, you've got this, mamas. Stay bossy. Thank you for listening to Boss Ladies and Babies. If you like this episode, be sure to rate, review, and leave us some feedback. Make sure you follow us on social at Boss Ladies and Babies. Join the conversation in our private Facebook group and check out everything we have to offer like community, coaching, merch, and more at bossladiesandbabies.com. And until next time, stay bossy.